It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we got to go to work. We got to do right offense. Hey everyone, how are you? It is time for another preview of the NFL. It is Week Eight preview. I'm Wade McWayne. This is Ryan. Hello. Halfway. Halfway through the season. Halfway to our shattered dreams. Halfway through fun. Also, it's the last weekend of the London Games, which means everyone's going to forget about London and the games. It's the beginning of when you start looking into the 2019 draft. Yeah. For a lot of people. For so, a lot of people, uh, yeah. And I'm already just, scouting. People are starting to watch more college just to scout for their NFL team space. Well, there's some great college games. Actually, Chapman and I are going to be watching uh, UGA versus Florida this Saturday in oh, Crouch nice. End. We'll be watching some college football this week. Um, so, yeah, we are halfway through the season. Uh, Le'Veon Bell still has not reported to training camp. Des Bryant has only been heard from on Twitter. I can't and, believe uh, he hasn't shown up yet. Like he said, he was going to show up on the bye week, and now so he's just not even going to play this week. Who knows? I don't. They're saying no. Unbelievable. So you I'm wonder like, he's going to make so less money next year just because of all this. Like he's just cost him. They they offered him like I don't know what it was like thirty something million guarantee. I don't even know if he'll get that. Yeah, uh, from I, I don't team. think so either. I mean, the way Connor's been playing, and I think a lot of times too, the next team goes. Well, what if we get a guy who doesn't like They us? don't. Like, the thing is, teams don't want to handcuff their teams with $15 million running backs. Like, yeah. It's it's just too hard. Like You only have a few. Like, there's like this new window. We have a young quarterback. You have a few years. And you need to build those defensive pieces. And those and spending all that money on a running back is just not what has done, has led to success it in the NFL. And I mean, you, we also look at like someone like a Des Bryant. Like Gurley got it, but Gurley's yeah. playing otherworldly. Yes. So you're and, not even playing. And yeah, there's nothing to sort of prove on it. Um, and also, I mean, what kind of team wants to take that liability? What kind of team wants to take a guy who's a bit of a crybaby? You know, yeah. if that's what me they're going to see him as. That me first attitude, because yeah. NFL is the most, uh, the ultimate team sport. Yeah. So to, to have this me first attitude. I completely understand where he's coming from, and he had every right to, he should be paid more. Yeah. Uh, but he, again, this is just, I just don't think next season, whoever signs him is going to is gonna pay much more than what Pittsburgh offers. Well, you have to look at the owners and the, and the quarterback, and that's Situation, whatever team he goes for knows that it's going to be about the you know a Le'Veon Bell show and um, you know I guess that's one thing if your team does have a sucky running game we talk about the Jets obviously you know them losing below Powell um, their sort of running game going down that you know they'd be looking for someone like that um, but yeah I mean his sort of and I mean Des Bryant you know is Des Bryant ever going to play again well or? Des Bryant has been tweeting himself out of the NFL so it's yeah. just because he's acting childish instead of like, like let's see you doing drills with quarterback are you out there practicing does any NFL team know anything of what you're doing to keep in shape other than just tweeting and, and subtweeting watching and, episodes of Ballers yeah so it's <laughs> yeah. like whatever Des Bryant you kind of had your chance I think you're done I don't know if he'll I don't, I don't know if he does come back it's going to take a lot of hubris uh, for whatever team he goes to and a veteran minimum and and also it's not like he's got that ability where you can jump into the broadcasting booth because he is so quick to fire off yeah no and you can't trust you him. know someone like a Deion Sanders yeah. who goes off on you know 20 minute rants would absolutely just destroy him um so yeah I I, I don't know what the hell is going to happen with him so let's get into some of our games as I mentioned we do have a game in London again this weekend as uh, Philadelphia is visiting the Jacksonville Jaguars the forecast is for a beatdown a low score and snow. Uh, this will be the last game at Wembley. Uh, there is obviously all the talk going on with the new stadium at Tottenham, which apparently won't be ready. Shocking! Something getting built in England is delayed. Yeah, that is a that is a world shocking breaking news event. So I mean, that's going to be an interesting thing with the NFL getting involved and Con obviously pulling out of uh, the Wembley deal. 
Everyone still talks about a franchise. You know my thoughts. I don't think we're ever going to have one here. But um, I'm warming to the idea. You're warming. I I am just thinking. Of I think there's a taxes chance. and laws and all the things that aren't going to happen. Um, so yeah, I just don't see it happening. But it's nice that we keep the interest level here. Um, you know, it's. I'll it's, tell you what. I'd take the the Chargers if they said to move the Chargers to London. It'd be awesome. Yeah, but then you've got so many different fans from around, and if they go on to start a losing record. You know, it's one thing to get 85000 into Wembley. You're not going to get that yeah, every week. Phil Rivers didn't even like driving from San Diego to L.A. He, no, I know. He's not going to care So all of those teams coming here, especially, you know, I, I think it's a very difficult thing for them to do uh, to want to be able to come here. So let's go into our first game. Let's look at our first game. It is the Thursday night game, and wow, this one stinks. What a gift. Uh, Miami visiting Houston. Houston injury ravaged. Houston, seven and a half point favorites in this game with a 44-point over under, I guess knowing that Miami's been injured, Miami has played so many home games lately um, that they've yeah. had the weather advantage. But, they're going to be happy to be in an air-conditioned venue, basically. But, and now, but having these injuries to the Miami receiving core, you wonder, you know, is this line... To me, the line seems a bit high, uh, 44 and a half. So, uh, you know, what are your thoughts? Well, on I think, yeah, even the seven and a half point favorites, I think because it's Brock Osweiler, because he's lost, uh, he's lost Wilson, his running game is non-existent. He's on the road, which is going to... And Osweiler is now on the road in the place that gave him all that money. Yeah. Who gave him 70 million and then literally got just booed out of town. Yeah. So that's kind of the only kind of fun uh, storyline yeah. for this game is the Osweiler revenge factor that, that I never even thought I'd ever say in my life. Uh, there's yeah. a sentence I never thought I'd say. The Osweiler Bowl. Yeah. Um, it sounds like an episode of the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. The Osweiler revenge factor. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so I think, again, I think with Houston at home, they got the better defense. They're going to come after Osweiler. That crowd's going to be ruthless against them. Yeah. Um, um, I think if we're going to see Lamar Miller play better, which I think we need to do, he needs to do this more consistently, not just have one game and then go back to being 40, 50 yards. We want to see more from him. But I think just with the weapons that Houston has with with Hopkins, with Watson, and then the, that defense with Watt and, and Clowney, who are yeah. both playing awesome, out of their minds this year, they're just going to be too much for Osweiler. I hope he plays well, and I hope yeah. he does kind of stick it to him. But I think Miami will cover the 7.5 spread, and I'm going to say that uh, I'm going to go with Houston 24, Miami 21. 24-21. Yeah, I mean, I guess to me this over-under in this point spread is, I think it's an overvaluing Houston very quickly. I do think Miami's depleted wide receiving core is going to be something, an issue for them now. Yeah. But Houston still has that uh, offensive line issue. And I really think that Miami still has the ability to put some pressure on them. They've been able to score points and also be scored on. So I actually like this. I think it's going to be a close but boring game as a Thursday night is. Yeah. I've got Houston winning at 20-17. to 17. Um, Yeah, but same thing. Three I, points. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I'll wake up in the morning, watch the game, and go, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> All right, let's go into so my... Is there a, there's a 40-minute game. Is there like a seven-minute? You can highlights. NFL, NFL game recaps. That's, that's right. You watch NFL game recaps, and you get that on Facebook. All right, now my team, uh, the Bears, coming off another loss, another loss mm. in a row, second loss in a row, but this one to the hand of the yes, New England not, Patriots. nothing to be ashamed of. But now we're going against the New York Jets, who did have some injuries to their running game, but still, the New York Jets have screwed up a few people. They are this one of those teams, like the Miami Dolphins I've mentioned before, that have that ability to mess you up. So the Bears are favored by seven points in this game with a 46-point over-under. The game's at 5 p.m. our time because there's a time change coming on in England. Uh, That's I right. love those days. You our time out. change will be. So we'll actually, you'll have to watch where you are in South Africa with it's your time change. It's the same change. time. It's yeah. the same time. So uh, 
I, I don't think I'll be able to sneak out uh, to watch the old. Uh, I'm, first, I'm not going to ruin my honeymoon by watching the Bills play this. Well, week, what you might want to do. Is I will wake up early though and watch the Rams and the Packers game. I think I'll wake up early, have a nice coffee, sit out on the balcony, watch the Lions. Fuck. If as long as I, Game Pass works in South Africa, I have no idea. You should check that ahead of time. You know what you should do with your wife's credit card is buy a brand new tablet for yourself. One I of those should, new you know, iPad nice Pros. One of those nice 16-inch retin, ones. Retina scan so yeah. she can't even get into it. She's like, oh my god, where'd you get that iPad? Is that a wedding gift? Yes, yes to me. You were very sweet, <laughs> yeah. as you are. To me. Um, By the way, I need a new wedding ring. Yes, I think this is going to be... Uh, I like. The, I think this is going to be a fun game, actually. I think yeah. the Jets are one of, the, like you said, that like Jekyll and Hyde team. You don't know mm-hmm. which one's going to show up. Uh, Darnold's got a big test on the road against Chicago, against that D, who's now given up 38 points two games in a row. So they're going to be an angry defense that's going to look to really throw out... to look to feed on a rookie... This is like the perfect... Um, Remedy for a defense that's given up 76 points in the last two games is a rookie quarterback on the road coming yeah. into your house. So I like the Bears. To, I think the Bears are just looking. The way they're using Tariq Cohen is, has been awesome this year. They finally found a way to kind of use him. Yeah. Because the last year he was he was on and off. And, and I think the, uh, the Nagy's really found a way to kind of use him like Kamara. It's been a nice complimentary piece. Trubisky's been really solid the last couple of games. He's putting up points. He looks confident. He's going to throw picks. He's still a second-year quarterback. This is still going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but I think the Bears, I think they're going to win this. I think they're going to win it pretty easily. I'm going to go with the Bears 27-10. to 27-10. to 10. Uh, I, You know, I'm always scared because Chicago, we fucking lose these ones sometimes <laughs> when we really shouldn't. The Jets still have been able to put up a lot of points. You know, with Khalil Mack, you wonder... With that ankle injury that he's had, because a lot of times he was dropping back as opposed yeah. to pass rushing it's last week. not the week. wrecking ball he was. So, and I mean, I don't know if it was dropping back because it was they knew the coverage or just because he didn't have the same penetration, but he wasn't a threat to Tom Brady last week. I'm hoping that he will be this week. I think Darnold does get rocked, and he has been rocked before. So if we can do a few defensive penalties, I think it's good. I have it as 35-27 only because we have had points scored on us so much. I think this will be a high-scoring game. Um, but I still see the Bears winning it and covering the seven-point spread. Let's go to our London game, a game that last year when people thought about it said, wow, this is going to be a real good one. Everyone's going to like this. Well, technically, that is... Actually, there's one interesting, funny stat about the London game. They've never had a matchup of two winning teams yeah. play each other in London so far, which is an insane which, stat. You would have thought they, they, this is the game that everyone would have assumed would have been a of battle course. of Last year, we did teams. assume that. And then, which I still think, by the way, this is still the best game of the year. And I think because of the situation each team finds itself in right yeah. now. Jacksonville's already said that Bortles is going to play in London, so there's yeah. not going to be any controversy. Bortles has actually played really well in London, so it's not a really big surprise that he's starting here. Uh, Philadelphia is just looking... I don't. They just look lost. They have no running game. I think that really hurts them. I think they're going to need to do something, especially with Dallas trading for Cooper. It's just going to yeah. make it a bit harder for them to now... And seeing that Washington, they're now a game. They cannot go two games back. And Jacksonville, literally, this feels like it's such a great game because they're in the exact yeah. same position. They're both one game back. They can't afford to go two games back. Um, ooh, I don't know. I'm going to say only because Jacksonville has been the better team and playing in London. They are the home team. They yep. do get quite of a good response over here, I find. Uh, but I'm going to go with Jacksonville. is going to find a way to pull this off. Um, and I'm going to say it's going to be a 24 to 20. 24 to 20. Uh, very close to the other one. I'm, I don't know. It's going to be cold. Um, 
You know, this whole Philadelphia, the way that they've been playing, Blake Bortles has... I, you can't call him a trash can because it's actually called a rubbish container yes. over here. Rubbish bin. Uh, rubbish bin. Um, he is rubbish. Um, I, I just think this game itself with the weather, the weather's supposed to be cold. You know, a lot of times these games are traditionally low scoring affairs. Traditionally. Uh, I just think with the weather and the fact that Jacksonville is fighting each other, that Philadelphia is starting to get yeah. some stuff together, but they're still not there. They're not no, the Super Bowl team. solid defense. They don't have... They're going to hit hard this game. It's going to be they're not rough... Even, they're not even that solid as solid as some of the other defenses. So, I mean, I think it's a low-scoring affair. I have Philadelphia winning it 20-17, to 17, covering this just a push on the spread. But and I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Ooh, and a nice 130 start. 130 like start. Uh, so a lot of people... And if anyone wants to watch that game this week, if you're not going to the game... Uh, come to the Albion, uh, which is right near Blackfriar Station, or come to Greenwood, uh, right near Victoria Station. Or if you're in North London, why not try the Princess Alex? will be showing the games till 1 a.m. We will bet all of those places, drinking their beer and eating their wings. The next game, this game, oh, this game, I am more excited to see. Baltimore, Carolina. Baltimore favored by two points, only two points in this one, in a 43-point over-under. Um, man, this one is good because these teams are all starting to hum together. Baltimore's defense is playing well. Carolina just showed last mm. week what they could do in a comeback. Um, this is a t- very tough, tricky game to pick. Yeah, because I, like, I think Carolina is one of those they're teams similar that are on the rise. And Baltimore is now starting on the rise. So to me, this is a perfect matchup yeah. of two teams that are just going to fight this sucker up. Ooh, it's a tough one. Uh, Joe Flacco is probably his best season he's had, um, maybe in his whole career, to be perfectly honest with you. I don't really know. Lamar Jackson but I breathing think, down his back. I think, uh, yeah, I think it's been really good for him. They, they definitely look stronger. Uh, Alex Collins is still really struggled, I find, this year. They don't really have that running back, that, yeah. that bell cow that I feel their team really needs, especially with a defense like that. They'd be such a more solid, rounded team if they could find a way to consistently run the the ball that's what's going to hurt them carolina is just one of those solid teams they don't really excite you like because you know on the like, they don't have any weapon like devin funchess is a solid receiver but yeah. he's not like a game changer in a lot of ways and like, he's still young really tall good receiver but again you got christopher caffrey who's not lighting up cam no. newton's still like having a great game but he's not at like mvp level cam newton they're just that team they're just really solid across the board they don't play um, incredible, blow-your-mind football. You're not tuning in every week like mm-hmm. the Chiefs. But they're a solid team that plays solid defense. And um, I actually like them. I'm going to take Carolina to win this game. I think just being at home is going to be an advantage. Greg yep. Olson coming back helps yeah. uh, that team. But I'm going to say it's going to be a low-scoring game. I'm going to say uh, 2017. 20 to 17. Those are some of the numbers I've chosen before. Um, yeah, Baltimore does need a running back. And I was starting to think about you know the, the places of Le'Veon Bell. You know, obviously you're not going to trade him to someone. No, they'll division, never trade him. To but would you trade him to Philadelphia? Philadelphia need a running back. Imagine Le'Veon Bell. I mean, it's the same state. Would you want to have your greatest rival have your best running back? Um, no. Interestingly enough, though, but I think this game will be a low-scoring affair. I think the defense will come. Uh, you know, two points, forty-three. I have this one, Carolina winning it, twenty-four, twenty-three. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this is something that you know that goes to an OT. But uh, I think it's a one-point game. I think it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a battle to kickers. And Justin Tucker will be the star, even though they'll lose. Um, okay, this game, another game which, uh, look, looking at the point spread, you've got Tampa Bay, Cincinnati. The point spread, the over-under in this one is 54, with a four-and-a-half point spread for Cincinnati. Meaning at 54 points, at this one, people are expecting a bit of a show here. Cincinnati's defense, which I played last week, got me zero points. Damn you. Um, <laughs> 
Well, you did play him against the uh, against the Chiefs. Yeah, I did play him against so. the Chiefs. Well, <laughs> I didn't have any options because no fuckers would trade me. Um, so, and there was nothing available. And I didn't want to give up other players. It's, it's very tough this time of year. No, I know. So you've got this um, Tampa Bay, you know, Jameis Winston is still struggling to get things together. But obviously that win last week against Cleveland, can they beat their Ohio counterparts? Is it a bridge too far? Oh, it's going to be a, this is a big game for uh, Cincinnati, especially coming off that 45-10 shellacking mm-hmm. that they took at the homes of Patrick Mahomes. Again, so Andy Dalton did not have a great game. Uh, he's been having a really good season, but and uh, so he definitely now at home plays better. He always usually has a good game. AJ Green in that first half of that game last week had a hundred and had like hundred and fifteen yards, yeah. like nothing in the second half, which was just really upsetting because um, because he was on my fancy team. I was like, this is looking like a good day. Yeah. But anyway. I think Cincinnati being just the better overall team, that defense is going to be angry. They're yeah. going to come at. They're going to force Jameis Winston to make turnovers, force turnovers. That's what Jameis Winston does. He does turn it over a lot, um, but he does put up points. But again, he's one of those guys that he puts up points, but it never translates to wins. Yeah, like you want it to. Like in a way, like Andy Dalton sometimes. Um, so I'm going to go just because Cincinnati's at home. I'm going to say it's going to be a very close game, and I'm going to go uh, Cincinnati thirty to twenty-seven. Wow. Oh, look at this. Did you say the exact same game? Oh, look at that. Ryan just seen my prediction, which was 30 to 27 for Cincinnati. Um, I predicted Vontez Burfecht is going to break someone's ankle uh, again. Uh, this guy's. What's the. What's the. I wonder what the bet is on him getting suspended again. Um, I don't know, but the, the, his. His. Uh, just disdain down to dirtiness keeps going even further that. You know, you start watching his play and you start going, dude, watch yourself. What are you doing, just man? just looks like a dirty it, player, it too. It does. And he's got a dirty name. Huh. And just yeah, it does. I'm perfect. You know, I'm not perfect. I'm perfect. perfect. You know, it's he's got this sort of child's uh, villain kind of ass yeah. about him. And he does have play the villain. He does sort of push it. Um, uh, Tampa Bay, you know, you start looking and, and the Fitzmagic days are gone. But Mike Evans is still great. I mean, he's still lighting up the points. Jameis Winston is still finding him. They need to find their running game. Yeah, Everyone's starting they, to find, trying to find these running games. It's not just our fantasy pools. It turns out the real yes. teams have problems, too. They, they struggle. They know our struggles. They know our struggles. They oh know gosh. every week. <laughs> and also, by the way, I just I, I, got to get back onto this um, uh, Justin Tucker thing. If you are someone does have a bad game, please don't go on a Twitter and tag the person. I don't know, tag their handle. That is thing. a bullshit such thing a to do. You can use the hashtag that's fine so people know what you're talking about. Don't hit the at symbol. All right. If someone's had a bad, if they've had a great game, maybe sure. That's the worst thing about why I don't. Know, yeah, that's the worst thing about being an athlete. It's like he misses a kick. You're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna tell Justin yeah, Tucker well, what I think of him. Yeah, you know what? Just I'm gonna threaten your family. Oh really? <laughs> do you think you feel worse than Justin Tucker? Because yeah. I guarantee you, you don't. It's it's absolutely yeah. bullshit. Don't anyone do it. I mean. I people would say, the only time I've never done it to a player, but I've I've tweeted at refs before, okay. which fine. I think is fair game. I've yeah. tweeted at refs, but I would never tweet at a player. Well, that's that's a fault of a ref for putting up a handle on uh, Twitter or social media. Don't yeah. if you're a ref, you know people are only going to do it to bust your balls. It's like a parking. Yeah, nobody gives a shit. With it's the like a refs. parking attendant, a parking meter maid putting up a Twitter handle. It's yeah. like here's mine. It's like oh fuck you. You want to fucking do this? Just leave yeah. them alone. Okay, let's go to this game. Actually, this is a game, what I'm looking at, I think this is going to be a good game. Seattle-Detroit. Detroit's favored by three. Detroit is sort of fun to watch. Karrion Johnson. Seattle has had a week off. Um, will they be able to come back? Will Russell Wilson Ooh, be able to get things together? Um, you know, they've had the bye week after, after London. Um, is this something that Seattle can get going? Because 
You know, it seems like Russell Wilson is chasing, chasing, chasing all the time, but Detroit puts up a lot of points. Is why you got a 49 and a half point over under in this yeah, game. Yeah, no, I think just Detroit at home, it's a big advantage. Um, I think Carrion Johnson's look good. It's basically made Matt Stafford's life so much easier. Mm-hmm. It's made their defense, because they can control the clock a bit. They're not going three and out, and their defense having to run on yeah. in all the time. So it's really just made them look like a more balanced football team. Um, you got a bit of an injury with Ziggy Ansa on yeah. Detroit, who's out, which is really going to hurt them. Uh, Russell Wilson has had a week to prepare for this, mm-hmm. and I think uh, Russell Wilson is just an awesome player. He's got he's got so many weapons. He doesn't have so many weapons. He's so, so <laughs> few weapons, but just yeah. he's just the ultimate weapon running yeah. around everywhere. I actually like them to upset this week. Uh, usually, I take Detroit. I usually yeah. like Detroit, but I'm going to go with Seattle just because they've been on the bye. Uh, they've had a bit of time to prepare for Detroit, but they need to stop carry on. Johnson. I think if that should be their number one focus, uh, make Matt Stafford beat you, even though he's a great quarterback, but he's prone for mistakes. So if I'm Seattle, I think Seattle's going to win this. I'm going to say, um, I'm going to go 31 to 30. 31 to 30. Man, close game indeed. I just think the way the Detroit's playing, they're fun. They're running that ball. Seattle, the defense is not what they, what they once were. And Matt Stafford is a good quarterback. He can throw the ball around. He can spread the ball around. And he can run, and they got the running ball. So I think this will be a high-scoring game. I've got Detroit winning this one, 38 to 30, um, but it's going to be a thriller, and it, uh, I, I'm excited to watch. Yes. Let's go to a game which, well, let's be honest, is probably going to be on Sky. If it's not on Sky, well, what the hell are they doing? I mean, let's be honest. What, are they, what the hell? Are it they probably doing? will be on Sky. I but they try to spread it around. So people in America you may not know we only get to watch one game on television. We have to stream the rest of them. They get to choose it, but they have choose a method where they try to. They they usually try to spread right. around the fans. They're usually right, but they they try to you know eventually you've got to play you know they play the Jets last week, but you got to spread the games around, which I get because you have fans all over the of all over it. But some of us want to see the good games, um, and this game is going to be good. Denver KC um, divisional contest. Um, KC is favored by ten with an over under of fifty five. Denver's defense throttled absolutely throttled Arizona last week. I got thirty two points off them. They were just insane. Von yeah, Miller was insane. But Kansas City's offense, I mean... And this is, again, in, in Kansas City, yeah. which is looking like it's going to be one of the hardest places to play in the playoffs. Yes, yeah, it will be. Like, and they're going to keep having home field. 55 points in this over-under. And it's a, what is it, a 10-point spread? 10-point spread. Which I think is a big spread. That is a big spread against Denver. With Denver has been holding That defense down. has stepped up. They did play a little bit better. But again, this is on the road in Kansas. I haven't seen anyone be able to stop Patrick Mahomes. I don't think Case Keenum can keep up with Patrick Mahomes. I'll tell you that. If, if Andy Dalton's having a tough time keeping up with A.J. Green, yeah. I don't think Case Keenum and yeah. Emmanuel Sanders are that scary. Philip Lindsay, though, has been a great story for Denver. I think yeah. like undrafted or seventh yeah, round okay, draft yeah. pick. Just coming out, looks so fast, looks so much fun. He's got these little, little steps, like little uh, yeah. Speedy Gonzalez little feet when he runs. It's fucking awesome to watch. He's been really fun. Uh, but again, I just what I saw from Patrick Mahomes watching that game against Cincinnati, dude just like dissects teams. He's like yeah. he's like he looks like he's Rodgers and Brady out there. Yeah. To be honest, like he has that command of the offense, and it's it's quite awesome to see. So I'm gonna go with Kansas City just until. Uh, I see anyone come yeah. close. I'm going to go with Kansas City, uh, 38-24. to 38-24. I've got this as a 40-20 to 20 victory for KC. Uh, I don't think Denver will be able to keep up with them. I wonder what's going to change first, Mahomes breaking all these records or his voice. Yeah, his <laughs> balls will drop. Because 
every time I hear him, it's like, oh, here's Garrett. It kind of makes me like him more. Well, because you, you realize just how young he is. He's like the he's American. So young. He's like the American David Beckham. Yeah. The way he talks, and people he, are like, oh my god, that's a Beckham. Yeah, that's talks. the voice that goes with it. Shouldn't can't you buy a new voice? Maybe you know the balls drop. I mean, he's a young kid. Uh, maybe if he picks up smoking, it'll change the bit. Uh, vape. You're you're in, you're visiting. Denver. The way he's playing, he could just be playing with a cigarette out of one mouth. And yeah, just, he could and just one hand and just chucking it football. with the other hand. Seventies throwback football. Yeah, I think Casey. They're just going to keep throwing it down. But Denver. I mean, that defense. They're going to have to. They want to play this. Uh, you know, obviously with you know, they're playing a tight game against the Rams in Denver. Yeah. Um, obviously, this isn't in Denver, but that defense was able to. Put a lock, or at least try to hold down one of the most high-flying offenses. Yeah. Which, I mean, we're all looking forward to that Rams. I really Rams, Casey, in Mexico. Oh, Fuck you, Mexico, for the best it's game. It's going to be amazing. Uh, the laser pointers, the death threats, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> uh, Yokiro. But, I, I, again, Casey, just too much in this game. I've got them 40-20. to 20. Uh, right, Here we go with the next one, which is a uh, Washington at the New York Giants. Uh, One-point spread. Um, well, they've got one point. It's really weird it's that, right that, that a one in six team is only a one point underdog, which may like that just tells you what the NFC East is like this year. Yeah, it's I, an absolute bit of a train wreck. I think Dallas made a made a good move in getting Cooper. I think they gave up way too much to mm-hmm. to get to get him, but I think they needed to do something offensively, especially knowing that the division is so wide open. So. With the trade deadline coming up, don't be surprised if you see Washington or Eagles try and trade for somebody, try and make a move to make their teams better. Yeah. You got guys like Patrick Peterson on the Cardinals. They might do a little fire sale because they know what's happening with their team as well. Yeah. So it's going to be really interesting. I think this game, again, Washington against Giants, it's going to be a close game. I don't think the Giants are losing, but they're not getting – they didn't get blown out against Atlanta. It was a close game. Uh, I, I, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna say the Giants are gonna win this. I'm gonna oh, go man. with the Giants upset over Washington because they're at home. Yeah. I think you're gonna see a big Odell Beckham game. Barkley's gonna have a big game. Uh, I don't really think Washington's that scary. Uh, they played well to to shut down Zeke last week. Um, look at me rhyming. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna go with the Giants to win this game. I'm gonna go um, 24-23. Jesus, who was mine that you see there? Well, I can't see it. What does it say? 24-23, but the other way. Oh, but the other way. So I got Washington winning this one, 24-23. Uh, I think this is going to be a battle of the runs. It's going to be Barkley versus AP. The young legs of Barkley, I think, are going to be a lot stronger. But both these teams are very difficult stopping the run. Jordan Reed, I think, is going to also have a big game. This is a big divisional one for them. Odell Beckham, I mean, as a 1-6 team, they have said that they feel undervalued, that they feel that they're not respected. But in this divisional matchup, I really don't see them... Getting a, getting a well, win out of this. Well, it shouldn't be respected. I don't think any of these teams should be respected. respected. No, no. Only like three teams demand respect in the NFL You right respect now. the anthem and the flag, and that's who yeah, you respect. Yeah, that's what you respect. And I say that as a Canadian. But um, I think this game, it'll be an exciting game, uh, but it's a 5 o'clock game uh, uh, in, the, in the East, or for us. So, I don't know. It's, it's going to be an interesting one. It'll be one on red zone, not one I'm going to follow aggressively. So then we go to the AFC North. Uh, Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Holy crap. Lock up the boys, everyone, because yeah. this one is going to be a Donnybrook. Uh, Cleveland, can they get another overtime uh, in yeah. this one? The total is Pittsburgh uh, favored by eight with a total over under of 51, which means that they believe Cleveland is going to score some points. But Pittsburgh coming off a bye, you wonder, then they've healed themselves up. They've got their yeah. sims ready. Cleveland in desperate need of a bye. Um, 
Yeah, I think I think this is just a tough time for Cleveland to go into Pittsburgh. I think coming off uh, coming off the bye is going to definitely put give Pittsburgh an advantage. Being at home mm-hmm. is going to be a big advantage. Big Ben plays so much better at home. If Le'Veon Bell doesn't show up, they're going to be even more motivated to like mm-hmm. as a big oh fuck you to Le'Veon sure, Bell. Yeah. I think Connor's going to have a big game. I think Cleveland's reeling a bit. They're having a tough time with. You know, with some tough losses, they had an absolutely devastating loss, 59-yarder to, to, to win the game. And, but Baker Mayfield's been playing good, but he's not Big Ben. He's not a Big Ben beater yet. He's not going to do it. And I don't think uh, – I think Cle- Pittsburgh really kind of just has an easy time this week. I don't really see Cleveland being that threat that they were week one and week eight are two different teams. Yeah. You're not playing the same team no. you played in week one. Yeah. I think you got Pittsburgh on a team that still was asking questions about Le'Veon Bell, yeah. didn't know what they had in James Conner. So it was a little bit easier for you. But I think Pittsburgh comes out – Wins this quite easily. I'm going to say this is going to be like 35-17 for Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, you want to avenge a tie um, and a tie that, you know, against your silly little brother. Um, Pittsburgh having this week off, being able to prepare, being able to heal. You know, that's the big thing is they're able to heal. And I know a lot of these teams, it's desperate. It's like trying to get that bye week is like when you're driving down the highway and your dad's like no 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 not this rest stop the next one you're like come on come on i really gotta deal with this and yeah with this game i mean pittsburgh is gonna be just too much i think cleveland will try to do some trickery baker mayfield can score he can do some things pittsburgh does not have a good defense no Um, no, so and that's why this line is 51 points but i have this one pittsburgh 40 cleveland 24 i think a lot of points being scored in this game uh exciting points even if it's just going to be on the red zone most of the time. Taking a sip of beer here with the fabulous Brew Dog Beer, who does not sponsor us, no, but we would like you to. But they can. We will tag you every time and every week we put this podcast yeah. out, Brew Dog. <laughs> drinking your lovely punk IPA brewed in Scotland. I don't know if this one actually is brewed in Scotland, but it's from Scotland and equity for punks. All right, let's go to our 9 o'clock games. This game has ugh, written all over it, Indianapolis and Oakland. Uh, it is an 8 o'clock we'll, game We'll here. see if Oakland has enough players left on their team yeah. to, to suit up since they're trading everyone. Uh, uh, this, is a, this is an interesting game because you have Indianapolis who came in off a big win. Andrew Locke's looking better. Marlon Mack uh, looked like Walter Payton out there mm-hmm. against the Bills. So, and then you have Oakland who's literally, the fan base must just be demoralized. Like, how do you even get up on Sunday morning to go watch this team knowing that they're yeah. basically just tanking for Vegas? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they're literally just being like, listen, you just stick with me and I'm going to divorce you in a year for my new, hotter, younger yeah, wife. exactly. And I'm not going to even pay you. Yeah. Like, that's literally what he's doing. Fuck it's you, Oakland. Like, I'm going him. This is yeah. just like a domestic abuse violence it feels like well, what's happening there's a lot oakland. of abuse going on in oakland yeah. uh, i just think oakland and i think if you're an oakland raiders player like do you feel confident like that john green's not going to trade you just get rid of you like why yeah. would you play for this guy right now he's just trying to build his new team for next year with his own guys yeah, he's getting rid so i have no faith that oakland's gonna i think indianapolis is absolutely gonna walk over them i think luck is playing great yeah uh they're starting now to kind of come into i'm not gonna say a win after buffalo is that important impressive but yeah. Andrew Luck has been looking better every single week yeah. um, he didn't put up a lot of yards but he was at four touchdowns last week uh, again John Gruden you, you made your own bed you know what but he's gonna have like five first round draft picks so yeah. you can do a quick 
uh, rebuild very yeah. quick when you have five first round picks. So that is, I'll give him credit on that. Yeah. So, but I think Indianapolis is right now just uh, going to e- easily walk over this. I'm going to say 27 uh, 20. 27 to 20. Okay. Well, I have it as 28 to 20. Uh, so very close in this one. I just find, as you say, John Gruden is like that stepdad. Um, who makes you smell your finger? It's his finger after he fucks your mom. No. Like he's, he, yeah, I know, right? He's got this stepdad mentality yeah. going in with him that he's absolutely. You're right. No, no one trusts him. He's like the stepdad who hits you. No, he's just, yeah. It just feels like like uh, it's just really upsetting. Like my brother's a Raiders fan, and yeah. it just devastates him what's happening to his team. But that is the one thing he does. Like right now, he's got three first rounders next week, next yeah. year. So with three first rounders, and then two the next year, it's five first round picks in two years. You can, and, and as long as you hit, because John, yeah. if you don't hit, you've you've given away a lot of good players. Well, he is trying to build his team. I don't know if Amari Cooper. I don't know. Amari- I don't think Mario Cooper is not. He was overrated. I mean, from Alabama, he played really well. He had two years, but he dropped a lot of balls. Yeah, he's leading the NFL in drops. And and you know, I I just think it was one of those things that when they did win, it was almost like Oakland was one of those teams you didn't look at before. And so now that you know they did do well, but people just didn't really look at them that well. I, I, I think that Indianapolis, as you say, they're getting the running game going. It's exciting to see Andrew Luck have this. The momentum is building. They'll be going to the Indianapolis. Playing in the only field that still has a fucking baseball diamond on it. That's one of the reasons we all want them to move. Because it's, it's going to be full nice. of bones. It's, it's just full of bones underneath it. It's going to be one of those things, I think, in the Madden of like 2030. Um, or if there's, or if it is something like that in 2030. There'll be the like an e- throwback to play. Do you remember when they used to have a baseball diamond? Yeah. You um, play Madden 20. It's like, would you like to put a baseball diamond in the middle of your field? Yeah. It's like, no, thanks. Yeah, no. No. Why would I want to step on that dirt? So, yeah, I've got this Indianapolis. Comfortably winning. Uh, again, this will be one I watch on Red Zone. Uh, okay, here's... Speaking of yeah. Red... Dead, dead Zone. Yeah. Is Red Dead playing. Redemption. That's yeah. what I would rather play uh, than this game. Oh, my God. Uh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, is that getting you excited before you go? To I'm so excited, but the, the problem is it launches while I'm on my honeymoon, which is really upsetting. But it'll be ready for me when I get back. I got to clear some space. Well, you know what? As I said, with your wife's credit card, just buy it, man. It's probably cheaper. My brother, no, no. The thing is, I don't have to buy it because uh, you can do this thing with Xboxes where you share them. Mm. So my brother will buy it. Oh, so your brother, and then, you and your brother are swapping. We basically share it. Yeah, <laughs> we share it. So he'll buy it, and it'll just pop up on my Xbox. So nice. that's the beauty. It's one of those really cool things about the Xbox that not a lot of people know about is you can share them yeah. with someone. So whatever game I buy, he gets, and whatever game he get, buys, I get. It's just a great system. Well, the game sounds good. I mean, they they said that Rockstar Games forced their employees to work 100 hours. And it's going to be worth every penny. It takes 60 hours to play, apparently. 60 hours to play. And apparently, it's the, the biggest game to download. It's yeah. Like, like I'm super big. excited. I have no problem. I got, been, I got 60 hours ready for it. So now we've spent more time and more excited uh, talking about Red Dead Redemption 2 than we are I talking about I bet you all party. of our listeners are more interested in Red I'm Dead sure. 2. Than 49ers versus Arizona. Absolutely. Um, this is, you know, basically a cowboy match because these were two former cowboy towns. And especially if Josh Rosen doesn't play, this game is even less interesting. Well, yeah. I mean, so who are they going to... I guess we might have to play Sam Bradford again because yeah. he is healthy. But if they don't want to play him, like he should just be like, "Fuck yeah. you! I'm not playing for you. You yeah. guys benching me so you won't have to pay me." This this would be a game I think they should bring Jay Cutler in just for just to bring him in. Yeah, just, just for an, an untrained fat. Been hunting yeah. in Tennessee, Jake. Not Cutler. even wearing pads, <laughs> yeah. just out there it's just, slinging it. Just, just wearing old uniforms. It's like I don't fuck care. I'm gonna I'm gonna wear I'm gonna wear this one. I'm gonna wear Vanderbilt. 
Um, I think this is just going to be a nightmare. It's a pick game game because we don't know who the quarterback is going to be. I'm going to go with, there's not really much to say. I think you're going to have a better game from David Johnson. I think if you have him in fantasy, I think this is your best chance for him having a good game for you. Um, I think if there's no Josh Rosen, it's going to be a nightmare for Arizona to move the ball in the air. I think like Larry Fitzgerald, you have to take him out. Um, It's just going to be David Johnson. You got um, Kyle Shanahan, who's a better coach than Steve Wilkes. So I'm going to go with San Fran to win this because they have the better offense. They have more weapons. And they're just a more competent team overall than right now. But I don't think it's going to be a great game, to be honest with you. I think it's going to be something like uh, 21 to, like, 6. 21 to 6. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be a garbage one. I mean, you start looking, we talk about Arizona, and you talk about having that fire sale. Um, this should be the Phoenix fire sale. Get rid of Larry Fitzgerald. Trade him to a team that he can win something, because that guy deserves a win. He has been sticking with this yes. team forever. And David Johnson as well. Get rid of him. Well, no, they keep David Johnson, because he's so young, and they gave him a new contract. But yeah. Larry Fitzgerald, I agree, 100%. Larry Fitzgerald, get rid of him. I would just say get rid of everybody. Trade no, him to a team. Give him a chance to get a Super Bowl. Well, I mean, you imagine if you put him with Green Bay, you put him with a good... You put him with a good quarterback yeah you know and you know fuck tom brady would go nuts to have a guy like that but i mean they're they're a stack it's putting him together with a team that you know could use him someone that could use a very solid wide receiver like that but um i've got this game 24 to 17 for san fran i yeah it's just it's gonna be a boring game so then we get into oh, oh, game if, if this week. game isn't on Sky, we're all Sky. gonna punch you in the face. Yeah, yes. Imagine uh, it's San Fran, Arizona. Oh Jesus Christ! Uh, Green Bay, L.A. Rams, nine point favorites, which is a really surprising at line. Home. They're at I home. know they're at home, but still nine point favorite against Aaron Rodgers yeah. is a real. I don't know if he's ever been a nine point. Uh, I don't know about that, but I mean, you got a seven, in his whole entire you career. Seven and team, and. And obviously, they have to put signs up at the stadium. This is the Rams, not the Chargers. So you can actually... So tempted to pick Green Bay on this. Because I feel like if the Rams can have anyone who just walks in... This is such a a great game because I think Aaron Rodgers is really going to have a chip on his shoulder. Um, Hopefully, he gets a few of his receivers back so they have a bit more weapons. 57 points over under. 57. I think having the having the they were off on bye last week, right? Yeah, they Bay, were. So they've got a week to prepare for this. Yeah. I am actually going to pick the Green Bay Packers to win this game. Okay. I think it's going to be a surprise because I just feel like this is just that that fun game where Aaron Rodgers gets to be like, calm down. Yeah, I'm still the guy to beat, and I just feel like this is just one of those games where the Rams will have a tough time if. Oh, it's just so hard because I think with Cooper Cup out, that's the reason I think they're gonna. If they they fo- Woods no, I don't know, but that's what I'm saying. But you need yeah. to focus all your attention on stopping Gurley. Yeah. I think that should be your number one. Let make Jared Goff beat you. Don't yeah. make Todd Gurley because if Todd Gurley's running well, Jared, it just makes Jared Goff's job ten times easier. So their number one thing should be, and they've had two weeks to prepare for this. How can we stop Todd Gurley? Yeah. And that's the only reason I'm picking them is because they've had an extra week to prepare. I think the Rams seven and zero have been looking really great but I think this is going to be a, such a fun game and I'm going to go 35 38-35 for the Packers wow I'm going to go for the upset because I think it'll just be such a legend game for Aaron Rodgers if he can do this yeah I see I don't think Aaron Rodgers it probably won't happen I don't think he's going to play the whole game I think the defense is going to get him I think this is the one he goes down uh, um, down Reed, goes Frazier there's, there's too many things I mean you could say that yeah they've had the week off but the Rams played the 49ers I know. They were looking ahead anyway. That's like, you just sort of look, oh, yeah, we're not, who really cares? 
they're, they're just unstoppable, man. The running game, they hit you with so much, even if you try to contain Gurley. No, I listen, I agree, 100%, but I just feel like if there's any time and that the Rams got a team that they could struggle with, it could be just Aaron Rodgers. The way he's playing this year, Aaron Rodgers is he playing. He has, but he has not played against this Rams no. defense. And, you know, this Rams defense is, I'm sure in the whole week off, all Rodgers was saying to his guys is, please don't let me die. Please don't let me die. Please don't let me die. Yeah. Don't let Donald take me out. Don't let him kill me. This is going to be too much. I've got it 42 to 30. I think it's explosive. Big game. Green Bay will put up some points. I think they're going to score early to try to make their mark because I'm sure they've got a few set plays. They're going, hey, we've watched this Rams defense. We've watched it. We think we can score on this. Yeah. But Sean McVay is just going to adjust. He's like the Borg. No, know? he's great. He's, he's going to come. I think it's going to be the game of the game of the week, 100%. It's uh, going to be a lot of fun. But I just hope, yeah, Aaron Rodgers can can just keep I think up. you're going to see Deshaun Kaiser coming to this game because Aaron Rodgers oh, got the butter out because he's going to be toast. I'm only saying that as a Bears fan. <laughs> I don't like to see anyone get injured. But if you're going to get injured and he's been playing at not at full percent, you know, if he gets that knee brace off, that leg, all the braces off, you know, you know what it's like to walk on braces. Yeah, I do, do I ever? So you know, and then if imagine you got to face the Rams, you'd be <laughs> like, you know, I just put them back on a bit. I think uh, it's it's yeah, I, I can't see this one going anyway. But a beat down, the late game. This is gonna be the late game Ooh, here rematch. in London, England. We'll be watching this late game. It's at a twelve twenty, which is a nice thing for so us. The bars nice. will be closed, but not my house. Um, <laughs> we'll be watching New Orleans, Minnesota. Uh, this is going to be a great game. Minnesota's favored by one point in this game. I think that's a fair enough. Uh, They're assessment. at home, I but it's in a dome. At, I think being at home, this is going to be a really great game. I think it's going to yeah. be an absolute shootout. Um, Drew Brees in a dome is a, just a completely different player than Drew yeah. Brees um, in grass on the road. Uh, the fact that he's played in Minnesota, that game last year was incredible. Yeah. Uh, with, the, with the walk-off touchdown that, that Diggs did. I think New Orleans is going to want a lot of revenge for that game. Oh, God, yeah. But I think Minnesota is just this team that is is just looking like they're coming into their own a bit now. They're playing yeah. a bit better. Um, I'm going to go with Minnesota to win this. I think just being Ooh. at home is going to be a big advantage. I think if um, they played in New Orleans, I would choose New Orleans. But I'm just going to go with the home field advantage. I feel like Minnesota's defense is getting a bit better. Yeah. They're, they're, they're figuring things out. Kirk Cousins and Adam Thielen have been unstoppable. Um, so, again, I think I expect a big game passing from them. Um, and then Latavius Murray has been great. And I'm not, I haven't seen as much Camara. And if I've been seeing Camara the way I've seen him in the beginning, I probably would have picked New Orleans. But I love Drew Brees. Yeah. I love Drew Brees more than any other quarterback in the league. And I want him to win the Super Bowl. But I just think just this is just a tough game. And I think Minnesota needs this because of the division and, and, and from last year. But I still kind of want New Orleans to win. But I'm going to go Minnesota 30-28. Uh, to 28. 30-28. Close game by Ryan. Uh, you know, Minnesota has been playing well, but he does have the feel-in factor. But the, the fact is, it isn't a dome. You know, they do have so many options on this New Orleans team. I When you put it together, I go quarterback to quarterback, and I'm always going to go Breeze over Kirk Cousins. Uh, Breeze just, he's got this momentum building. He's back in a dome. This is this fuck you to Minnesota. Um, I have this as a 35 to 31 win. I don't think Cousins will keep up. I see Thielen getting his another his 800 yard game. It's too hard to stop that guy. He's just too big. He's too strong. Um, but I see Minnesota being an upset in this one, 35 to 31. And I start looking at all the scores I picked, and that's a lot of fucking over unders I've picked. But this is gonna be yeah. a high scoring weekend, I think, because you get some high flying teams. 
And now we go. I know barn burner. And now we go to the. Now we go to the Monday night game. Wow, wow. If anyone's staying up at twelve fifteen on Tuesday, because the clocks don't change to North America until next week, which gives us and affords us some earlier and Monday and Thursday night games. Well, that's good because I'll be in South Africa, so I could probably stay up till halftime, and it'll be about thirty-five nothing. So at least I can watch the half first half and go to bed by a good bed by two. And and on your honeymoon, you're just sitting in the shitter watching it. What's that? What are you doing? I got diarrhea. It's tap water. Danny, <laughs> Danny would be asleep. I'll be sitting, uh, yeah. what is this, on the, the 30th. So I might be in the middle of a safari, so I don't know if I'll be able to get internet Apparently access. they are putting Wi-Fi uh, things on, on, Wild, on Wildebeest. Rhinos. Yeah, on, on Wildebeest. Gi- on, <laughs> on giraffes, because it's follow. higher. Yeah, exactly. Giraffes. But uh, anyway, this is going to be an absolute shit show. This is going to be a blowout of uh, epic proportions. It's a 13 and a half point spread for New England. New England, absolutely, 100% to cover that. Yeah. I've never been more confident in anything yeah. in my life. I say this is, Buffalo is just really going to struggle. Derek Anderson has an extra week to prepare, but it's not going to make any is difference. Is LaShawn McCoy going to be back, too? LaShawn McCoy, it's not going to matter, to be perfect, even if he played. This is, I'm going to say this is going to be something like 42 to 13. Okay. That's what I say. Uh, oh, it's 42 to nine. <laughs> uh, yeah, I gave the Bills a little bit of more respect. Um, Tom Brady's just going to light it up. He'll probably be sitting by the third quarter. Yeah. And um, again, Buffalo, it's a rebuild year. We're going for the number one overall pick. I don't care. Let's just blow the whole thing up. Get rid of Benjamin. Get rid of McCoy. Let's blow it up and let's start over. It's going to be, it's, we're going to be okay. Yeah. Okay, I, just not this I, It's going to be a beat down. I mean, New England just wants to reinforce their record. As you say, they're probably going to pad Brady. Uh, I see this is actually a big game for Gronk. Uh, Buffalo, your defense is good, but Gronk just has that ability. And he, he's he's going to play because I think this is his last year. I, yeah, I, I think so, too. I, I He's not going to – if New England tries to trade him, he's already said he's not going to play anywhere else. He right. would rather retire, hit the frat party circuit. I mean, the guy will actually make more money just being himself, <laughs> I think, yeah. probably than playing. I think and, so. And keep, it, keep his injuries uh, under a minimum. I got this is a forty-two to nine. Yeah, you know, this is this is going to be a, uh, a, a. The Patriots a, might beat the over on themselves by themselves. No, they could. They pretty much could. Um, and uh, bye weeks we have this week: Atlanta, Dallas, the Chargers, and Tennessee all have bye weeks. Uh, those are our games. Ryan is off to his honeymoon. If you want to watch the games with us, since Ryan is being a pussy, that's right. Uh, we'll be watching it. So the Albion uh, opens up at eleven a.m. It's right near Blackfriars. If you're going to the game. It, uh, at Wembley. It's actually six stops from Farringdon. It's an eight-minute walk up to the station. You grab the train. Boom, you're right there. Also, Greenwood Sports Bar in uh, Victoria Station, right across from the station. It has a capacity for over 650 people. Um, it's amazing. Two stories. The biggest screen in all of London. Um, and they've got over 20 TVs. Lots of room. Lots of space to watch all the games. We'll be there as well. And also the Princess Alex, which is in Crouch End. That is open to 1 a.m. Uh, it's only a 30-minute Uber ride from the stadium, so if you want to go there and get that, it is supposed to be a cold, crappy affair, so please be in touch. If you want to get any group bookings, go to NFL in London, fill out a contact form. We can put you in touch with one of the venues. That's it for this week. That's our Week 8 preview. Ryan, enjoy Hello. your honeymoon. Thank you. And have a good one. Good luck on everyone Week 8.